Today's episode of Van Lathan's The Red Pill is brought to you by Showtime and the critically acclaimed series The Shy. The heart and soul of Chicago's South Side lies in its community. But when your world is a daily struggle just to get by, can you rise up, stand tall, and realize a better tomorrow? Watch as Ronnie, Brandon, Emmett, and Kevin confront the tough choices that will shape their futures in The Shy. Created by, uh, created and executive produced by Emmy winner Lena Waithe, a cultural superhuman being, an Academy Award winning common, one of our finest minds in the history of entertainment. Uh, oh. The connotation was out there. <laughs> uh, the Shy is created and executive produced by Emmy winner Lena Waithe, an Academy Award winner common, two people incredibly talented and very important to the community. The new season of The Shy premieres Sunday, April 7th at 10 p.m. Um, that is this Sunday only on Showtime. To try a month free of Showtime, go to Showtime.com and enter the code REDPILL. That is R-E-D-P-I-L-L. This offer is for first-time subscribers only. It expires May 6th, 2019. And while you're enjoying your free um, month, uh, don't just uh, enjoy The Shy, which is a fantastic show with my man, Jason Mitchell. Also, make sure and check out Deezus and Miro, uh, my homeboys over there, redefining late night on Showtime. Showtime's got great programming. Uh, the Shy is fantastic. The Zamero is fantastic as well. Uh, the Zamero, not part of this ad read, but they're my guys, so they, they get the they get the love. Welcome to Van Lathan's The Red Pill, where we give you the brutal reality of truth. On today's episode, we have Miss Diddy. Uh, Miss Diddy is a, uh, a lifestyle ambassador, an influencer, um, a nightlife promoter, one of those connectors that's very important to get the branding and the access that you need to have an entertainment career here in Los Angeles. She is a black woman and an entrepreneur and an incredibly important member uh, of the LA and really um, the nationwide and worldwide uh, music and cultural scene. She's going to talk about what it's like being a black woman in that particular field, some sacrifices that you might have to make, um, and how she actually got to where she is right now. Very, very important convo with Miss Diddy. We're also going to talk about her beginnings and how she played a huge part in a, in a big time song, really a classic song that I didn't even know she was on. So way before she was even getting into it, she was doing that. Sometimes how she has to deal with a lot of very important men and how they uh, sort of relate to her being that she is a sister doing this entire, this work. And we're also going to have a conversation with her uh, about women like her, the Echo Haddixes, uh, shout out to Echo and the Karen Civils, um, and how we have to protect, nurture, um, and make sure that we are available to these sisters who are doing so much for us in the communities um, and in these entertainment fields. Uh, this podcast featuring Miss Diddy wasn't going to go up for another week. Um, we have some great podcasts coming. We have Coleon Noor from the NRA. We have um, Br Brother Reza Islam coming up pretty soon, too. They're already taped. They're in a can. They're coming. This podcast with Ms. Diddy was actually going to go um, after some of those, but we moved it up because during this podcast, her and I, which was recorded last week, I think it was last week, right, Maddie? Um, her and I talked about uh, our favorite and most um, – beloved and important rappers on the West Coast, and you cannot have that conversation then, and you still cannot have that conversation now without mentioning Nipsey Hussle. 
We both just uh, talked about how important NIP is to everything that's going on um, on the West Coast uh, and how um, we both admired, revered, and loved him. Obviously, we lost Nipsey Hussle on Sunday. He was shot and killed outside of his Marathon clothing store um, by an, an as-yet, at the time that I'm recording this, it's Monday, unknown assailant who um, fled after shooting him. Uh, Nip died very shortly after that. Uh, so the reaction to this has been um, obviously very raw. When everything started happening for me, one of the people that I reached out to and that I talked to and that I've supported and that supported me has been has been Nipsey Hussle. Uh, he supported and always been available to talk, chop it up, or do whatever. It's a good man, good person, good guy. Um, upon hearing the news of Nipsey Hussle's murder. I did what I think a lot of people do, which is I wanted to go and speak out on what happened. I wanted to go and, and, and grab my social media, which is really, uh, besides the work I do on television, uh, the best conduit that I have to make my opinions and my, and, and my heart felt. And I did just that. I, I tweeted because that's what we all do um, is we tweet about things like this. Uh <laughs> Whether or not that makes a fucking difference or not, that's what we do. Uh, I actually tweeted out, uh, aren't we all tired of this by now? Something along those lines. Um, are you guys, why are we tolerating this? Meaning the, 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 this, this sort of violence that goes on. Um, is there something that we need to do? The tweet was something like that. I, I'm, I'm having trouble collecting my thoughts, so I can't really remember exactly what it said. Uh and everybody got behind it. Oh, I'm tired. I'm exhausted. And we all sort of had a big moment where we all emoted some of the feelings that we were, that we were having uh, about Nip's passing. Because remember, when you're talking about the death of Nipsey Hussle, you're talking about the death of uh, somebody who's more than an entertainer, someone who had a clear vision for his community and was working towards that vision. Someone who went in the studio, but then went out on the street. Someone who went to concerts but then went to try to have uh, STEM programs to teach children technology in this community so that we're not behind um, in uh, in the age of technology that we live in right to catch us up in that so we'll have a leg up to start early to actually do the things that would change a community and not just say the words that you think might change one uh, which is something that uh, people, including myself, have to be better about putting your feet on the ground and doing the work. This is what Nip was doing. Okay. Um, also, in real estate, ownership, buy where you're from to build a community that can thrive in the now. No hand holding and kumbaya stuff in, in, until we can get to a better place. Buy it, fix it, make it beautiful. Invest into it now. This is what Nip was about. This is what we lost on Sunday. Even some of the things he was doing with the Dr. CB uh, a documentary, highlighting things that we need to know about, luminaries that we need to know about. And shout out to Nick for picking up the mantle on that and running with it. So that's what we lost. It wasn't a rapper. Okay, It was a pillar. It was a father of two. 
He's an important man, an inspirational man, a diligent man, a thoughtful man, a spiritual and godly man, a man. That's what we lost. Just want to make sure we all know that. Um, when I tweeted out everything that I tweeted out, I got one back that I'm going to read right now. Um, Myron J. Rivers is the person that tweeted back to me. What's the plan? You're a leader and a voice of this generation with an enormous platform and an audience. What's the plan? So my tweet where I said, um, aren't we all tired of this yet? How long are we going to tolerate this was met with a direct challenge for someone who wants an answer. Uh, I think that that's the, the most important part of this is what's the answer to situations like this. I don't know, obviously. I don't know what the answer to dealing with uh, a pattern of violence and a, um, a sort of uh, never-ending cycle is, but I do know one thing. We've talked about a lot of different boycotts over the past couple of years. It seems to be a way to get people behind a cause is to say what we're not going to engage into and what we're not going to tolerate and make it hit the bottom line of someone. Uh, that seems to be something that's worked or has at least gotten us talking. So I'm going to boycott something. And what I'm going to boycott is violence. I am now officially boycotting violence, something I should have been done a, doing a long time ago. And I'm talking about the exact type of violence that you think I'm talking about. I'm talking about the violence that is romanticized, that has excuses made for it, um, that is almost in a way glorified by some elements of the culture and the communities that we come from. That type of violence. Because when I said tolerating it, it's exactly what we're doing. We're tolerating it. We're making it where these incidents are far too commonplace. Now, this is not to say that magically we're going to change every single thing that has been implanted and programmed into us overnight. That's impossible. I, grow, I grew up in an area where people get killed. As a matter of fact, on this very podcast with Miss Diddy, we threw to a video of guys sort of repping the area of Baton Rouge that I grew up in, Gardier Lane, Okay. The guys on the video, they're jumping around. They got AK-47s. They got nines. They're showing all the guns. They're throwing up flags and all of that different stuff. They're armed. They're deadly. They want you to know it. They're killers. They're savages. They're beasts. All of those things. Killers, savages, beasts. It's what you want to be known as. A killer, a savage, a beast. That's what you are. Fine. And we laughed at it. I laughed at it and I assure people that where I'm from, um, it's not like that. That I never saw those guys with those groups uh, with all those guns pointing them at cameras and jumping around and doing these things impromptu on the street. I never saw it. And that's true. I never did see it. But I did see other things. I saw caskets. We lost Tefford. We lost Delvin. We lost Jason. Across town, we lost George Temple. Something totally different. All of these deaths due to violence. All of these weird situations due to violence. Guys pop up, they're there one day, you're kicking it, playing video games with them, smoking, drinking, whatever. The next day, they're dead. And after that, they're dead. I remember me and my brother Gino uh, just actually having a conversation one day when we were like 21 or 22 that what we really wanted more than anything in life was to live. 
he called me up and the first things out of his word, shout out to Walter McLaughlin, was I want to live. Question is, why are we dying? And why is death so commonplace? Why is death an appropriate consequence to things? Why is death and murder and mayhem an appropriate response to things? And if it's not appropriate, why are we tolerating it? If it's as bad as we all know that it is, why aren't we doing the things that we need to do to root it out? Part of the reason is because this ugliness that has been imparted on us is not natural to us. It's not who we are as a people at all. Not even one ounce of it. What we are as a people is a people that look into any situation and pull the love out of it and pull the beauty out of it. But at some point over the course of the X amount of years that we've had to figure out America, we've gotten used to too many things that really we shouldn't be getting used to. And this violence is one of them. Now, we're lying to ourselves if we don't come to terms with the fact that there are parts of us that have begun to tolerate, reinforce, romanticize, and almost in a way embrace these elements. Music, videos, whatever. I'm not gonna demonize anyone especially not out in public for people that are not from our culture to see. I'm not gonna make demons out of anyone. But what I will say right now is that violence, that culture of violence, the sort of uh, perpetuation of that violence, the normalizing of that violence, I'm done with it. So for the rest of my career, no matter where it takes me, if you got the Dracos in your music videos, miss me. I'm not supporting you. If you got guns everywhere, you're perpetuating how you're a killer and a savage and a violent person, miss me. I'm not supporting it. Not only am I not supporting it, but if it means that I have to do what I can do to marginalize that particular image, to save generations of black kids so they don't think the same way that my generation and me as well think, I'll do that. I can't tell you how many excuses I've made for some of the more violent and disgusting aspects of where I come from. It's the way it goes there. It's just kind of how things are there. You know, don't cross this person, they might kill you. Don't cross that person, they might kill you kill you kill you not fight you not argue with you not even clown you in front of everyone kill you one of my favorite songs right now has a lyric in a song I'm from the streets you gotta pay with your life with your life Two kids and a beautiful, talented, godly woman, a companion named Lauren London, absent from their lives forever.
I don't know what it was over, but I know it wasn't important enough to take him off the earth. A couple of weeks ago, guy we all knew named Cliff. We all knew Cliff. Guy I hooped with, cool dude. Had someone stand over him and pump death into his body on his birthday. Questions everyone's asking. Why? How? Why did it happen? And now this. But this is not the first times we've heard these stories. They're not going to be the last times that, we, that we've heard them. The question is how are we going to react? What are we willing to make uncool so that people can actually live without the fear of a quick, senseless, and unbelievably random death? It's a lot of people to blame for a lot of things. I never take my foot off society's neck. I never take my foot off mainstream America's neck, ever. I'm not going to pretend like things were invented by people uh, who they weren't invented by. That's a fact. But the reality is that embracing this sort of violence, normalizing this sort of violence, Making excuses for this sort of violence is wrong. And we can't do it for the sake of a good song. We can't do it for the sake of a good video. We got to have different and better standards. That doesn't mean hold somebody up, demonize them, don't try to understand them, make them out to be exactly what the rest of society thinks that they are. That doesn't mean that at all. But that does mean accountability. Accountability for the safety that we say that we want to have. Swift accountability. Actual accountability. And it doesn't just happen after somebody is gone that we loved. It happens every single day. And we have to be proactive about it. I'm telling you guys right now, I'm going to devote the rest of my life to dealing with this. to dealing with these types of images, these types of, of, of situations, this, this, the tenor of this, because there's a real cost. Never gonna see me standing up, pointing at one person to boycott, making one person the villain, making one specific guy or girl, whatever, it's everyone, including me. Man, I get on this shit every week and I do my thing and I go home and I find something else to talk about. I go out there with them people and I do my thing and I go home and I find something else to talk about. There is no other subject than how we're living. There's not another subject that matters. There's not another subject that's worth talking about. The only subject worth discussing is how we're living and how we're going to live and how we're going to thrive. And if you think that we can do that, whoever you are, with this type of violence, with these types of stakes existing in so many communities where we are, I want to hear your plan. I want to hear how it's going to happen. 
because this brother was building. See, he wasn't like me. His foot were his feet were in the dirt. He was doing his thing. He was coming out of the store that he owned in the community where he's from. Bust this. He didn't get rich and open up a shop in Beverly Hills. He didn't get rich and then open up a shop in Calabasas. He didn't get rich and then get to a place where you couldn't see him and charge you $500 for a shirt. None of that. He was in his hood where he should have been protected and loved and deified. And this happened. So it's bigger than the hood. It's bigger than him. It's us. And we didn't create it. But I know one fucking thing. It's going to take every single bit of our collective energy to undo it. And it's going to take us confronting some really, really tough things about ourselves. Got to be done. Trust, love, cultural patience, and cultural resonance. Forever. It shouldn't have started now with me. Should have started a long time ago. But it definitely is starting now with me. Okay? Nip, I know you can hear me. We love you. Your physical body has been taken. Your spirit is still here. And also something else. There were situations like this that happened everywhere. Probably yesterday. And all last week, all last month, all last year, everywhere. And cities all over the place. Baton Rouge, Chicago, New Orleans, Richmond, Gary, New York, Atlanta, D.C., Baltimore, Houston, Oakland, where this happens every single day. Those lives are no less important. Those worlds are ended as well. Some mama burying their baby over some shit he or she was caught up in, over some shit he or she might not have anything to do with. We take it, we put it in a song, and then we sell it to people who don't give a fuck about what kind of lives here that it impacts. Then we buy houses and cars and stuff like that and move out of the communities that are being impacted by what's going on. Nah. No more of that. And if you got to do me first, do me first. Because the fake shit starts here. But it ends today. It ends today so that we can keep running the marathon. All right. We're going to get to Miss Diddy now. But I'm telling you guys. And far be it for anyone to test my resolve. Because it's real. If you are engaging in images 
that promote gratuitous, glorified, and romanticized images of violence against black people. You are the enemy of the advancement of the collective black culture and community. There is absolutely zero margin for discussion in that. Now, how long you want to be that is up to you. I'm complicit by not standing out front on it. How long I'm going to be complicit is up to me. All right, I'm out. Been, I have been I have been commissioned to stop you using the phrase white people. Well, we about to use it right now. White people clap for Miss Diddy. <laughs> why have you been why have you been commissioned? Why have you why you want to stop using the phrase white people? Because you can't use it like I mean and I was using it too much. I was sounding like Minister Farrakhan. Yeah. And it's not right. What's not right? To use it. What's not right about using white people? It's not fair. Is it fair, white people? They they don't give a fuck about what. Tell the truth. Tell the truth, cat. Like uh, they they. Do you think? Does it matter who does who says? You're talking to white people about whether or not they got their own country. They don't give a fuck about what we say. They really don't care. Like like they don't care about about what we say. Austin, you're a cracker. No change. That's your. Like, f- that's like, crazy. You know, like no. If like, Austin's no out in the streets, he's never gonna let that happen. Austin's not gonna care. Austin like Austin's like, not I'm, no. I'm, I'm, Austin's not all, playing in these streets. Austin, I can tell. Austin, you mm-hmm. want me to tell you? You, you don't think tell Austin's me. not playing in these streets? No, he's not. Story time about Austin. All right, now listen. I love uh, like, story like, time. Like, Sorry, Austin. Story time about Austin. Sorry. I went to a premiere. Okay. Uh, uh, Disney premiere, huh? Wait, a Disney the, premiere. The, I would, but this, 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 this is the only Austin story. But this is what we have to tell. She doesn't think Austin's in the street. Yeah. Like when I went to a premiere, Han Solo movie. Shout out to Blogzilla. Hey, I go, Blogzilla. I go to this premiere. Yeah, I'm leaving. I'm coming back. I'm like, yo, I just got to see a Star Wars movie. I'm feeling great. Yeah, everything's good. I pull up to a gas station on Sunset and and like I don't know. Maybe like like East Hollywood, not the nice part. What? Um, and, and so like Sunset and like the 101 or something like that because I'm getting gas and I'm heading back to downtown. Like and by the Kaiser Permanente? Not that far. Okay. But like up a little bit. I was born there. Actually, it might have been Hollywood. Boulevard? Anyway, it's a little more can't sketchy. Remember. Can't remember. It was, it was a sketch area. Yeah. And I, I pull up there and I'm getting my um I'm getting my gas and I see this dude like <laughs> hanging around the gas station. Wow. Damn, Austin. man. That's fucking tough that this guy's on drugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm, I'm thinking I'm to myself. I'm probably going to get him some yeah, money. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm going to get his cat some money, let him watch my oh window. My it's a young, that's a young fucking dude. Yeah, like he doesn't deserve to be out here. He's yeah. been trying. Yeah, and then he goes into the thing, and I'm like, wait a minute, my nigga. <laughs> Is that motherfucking Austin? <laughs> and, and then when I see him inside the thing, I see a lady, I keep saying this, there was a lady that had a dog. <laughs> And Austin was trying to play with this lady's dog, and she the, the, the lady was not fucking having it because Austin looked, he was high as shit. Now, now, now you, now you say Austin don't be in these streets. You wrong, Austin. True story, true or false? 
all happen. Listen, Austin, no judgment. Austin. I got a question for Austin. Are, do you live in the streets? Like, I, it's not a Austin, judgment. Does, does Austin have a mic? Anyone that's homeless. Oh, so we can hear them? Pick it up, uh, Austin. Pick up the mic. No, I don't live over there, but I was getting some snacks. Do you live in the why streets? Also, why, why were you getting snacks? Because he was, high, was on high, 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 high on heroin. Don't like, call like, this man high <laughs> on heroin. He play with a lady's dog. dog. He was he was Absolutely high on heroin. Wait, what type of dog was this? It was, was like it a, a small poodle. one? Like a little poodle. Honestly, I think she had a rat. If I can remember. So it was. So you were on drugs because it was a rat on her shoulder. Do you remember that? My nigga. Wait, I, now the lady had a dog. rat? I think well, Austin, 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 I tried. Austin. I tried. That was clearly a dog. I tried, Austin. See how high Austin I'm was? I'm not going to back you up on that things like this, Austin. That was clearly a dog, bro. I can't have my name on the line. Well, I'm looking. You, you're thinking this. A, boy, you were fucked up. I'm looking at the, that, like, clearly. Austin's wild. I'm telling Austin, you. Austin, I can't See, really See, you never have. know who's in the street. But why don't you say white people, though? Because it's not fair to white people. You want everything to be fair say. to white people. No, I don't. See, see, see how that added? See, I'm trying to get out of that. What? Because I don't. Oh, I'm not. No, because it's all fair for them. Right. Everything's so, so, so fair. tell me. So, so, tell me what would be the impetus to say, like, I, I, I want to stop using the term white people. That's it. That's because fair. I had a conversation with someone, someone very, very close to me after I after I said it, and he was just like, "Listen, it's just about the scoreboard. Just how to pay attention to the scoreboard." Because I was saying something in comparison to like. Huh, what I feel like a white person didn't like, oh God, respect mm -hmm. like in terms of the our culture right. and and so I think we can't I'm not gonna call you a white person, Kat. But she white. Kat, are you white fully? Yes. Mm -hmm. Like what are you? Like German. Oh, you're white. She's that's super white. Kat's what German. Uber white. So, so what I'm saying. So, do you feel like you? Is what you're trying to get at is that you want to see labels stopped being used to uh, sort of generalize and talk about whole groups of people? See, it was presented to me, and it and it made sense, but by not a white person. by a black person, but not Amen. really. Amen. No, but not. I don't. But I still believe that you. There's important moments to say those things to differentiate the conversation and yeah. what you're really trying to get across because. There are things that we're trying to get across as black people, mm -hmm. as a black person, or as a black woman. Like, yeah. that's something that I say because I'm not a white woman. Right. And there's things that are different. <laughs> right. So, you know how I feel about this? And I'll be I'll be serious for a second. I'll, this is how I feel about this. So, you can't in, um, in any way make a blanket statement about all white people. You just Totally. Can't. You can't. You totally. Can't. However... If we're speaking historically in terms of America, right? Yeah. And things that have gone here... There are yeah. trends and similarities as far as whiteness has existed mm -hmm. um, that have sort of defined uh, American culture For and sure. the way black Americans and other people have been treated. For sure. And I think it's important to know what those things are so that you can then demand more of your own community yeah. and maybe change some dynamics. You know what I'm saying? And I think it's also opening the conversation. Yeah. So it's like it's opening the conversation so people can understand mm -hmm where people are from and the difference in in the world like where are you from cat i'm sorry i keep bringing you in the cat is from pennsylvania right pa are you from the hood in pa see and so like those are however she was raised maybe mm -hmm. you know your family's probably amazing and learn behavior is something different than probably most likely how i was raised so it's mm -hmm. difference of worlds and i think opening those conversations to understand mm -hmm. i think we get get further but i think it's just more conversations because otherwise it breeds a chip on our shoulder okay 
Well, that, that's fair. What, what I would say to that is that um, the who you are is the makeup of a bunch of different things. Right? Sure, sure. Um, and conversation is always very uh, important to uh, determining who you are and like what you believe in. However, something else that's important is accountability. For sure. So if if Cat or any of these other people or John or Austin or any of these people, <coughs> excuse me, were raised in a certain way, then they might have to be accountable for some of the things that are they're fishing around in their head. For and sure. And they're not really going to learn how bad things are until they're hold, they're held accountable for their ideas and their actions. How are they held accountable if they don't know? Let me unpack what I'm they're, saying. They're held they're, they're held accountable once they do know. Okay, but when is the moment that they know? Maybe it's not a light off until I'm like, yo, cat, let me share with you what I've actually been through. Or like, wow, you said that moment like that, but actually let me tell you what it's like for a black woman on this side. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, So it's like you can't be accountable for what you were taught or what you understand until you have knowledge of the other side as well. Let me give you well. an example. Let me give you an example. Just hilarious. Yes. Okay. So okay. So I, so explain to me what happened there because I, I I seen she was crying or something, but it, my phone was on mute. I was in the middle of meet. Right. I couldn't really. So what happened with Jess Hilarious was that uh, Jess Hilarious was getting on a plane. This is some weeks ago. Okay. I don't know when this podcast will be going up, but whatever a month, yeah, ago, a week old, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, whatever. Um, Jess Hilarious gets on a plane and she's getting on the plane. And she sees a man who is Sikh. He's wearing a turban. She equates uh, his what he's wearing to him being a Muslim. Mm. And she then says that uh, she's afraid, and she uses her phone to, to, uh, mm, no, to zoom in good. on them. She, she's good. afraid, and then uh, she cut, the video's cut because she, then she comes back and says, "Listen, I must not have been the only person that was unafraid because we're fully boarded now, and those people aren't on the plane." And she says uh. and she goes very aggressively says that she's scared, she's human, she's afraid of these people. Wait, she's thinking really? that she's a Muslim. Now here's the deal. Does the does the fact that she has that idea in her head make her evil? No. No. But the rebuke of that and the consequence for it is insanely important if for no other reason than the jumping off point of the teachable moment, right? For sure. So it, it, it's not like and Jess Hilarious, who's already been very contrite about this issue and and really to be honest with you, I think very genuine um in understanding how wrong she was. Mm. Still needed that slap on the wrist. Yeah, and white people got a lot of wrists. So what? Ha I don't we like gotta, you. We gotta, we gotta slap them. No, yeah, so they I, turn well, red. Because the good I thing about white people is when couple. you slap, when you slap the wrist. I mean, metaphorically. I, no, I have. Um, but when you slap one. the wrist of a white person, they turn red, and you can see right away. You can see the I, change. I slapped. I, I slapped the girl that called me a nigga in Vegas. Oh, for real? I got banned from Caesar's Palace. I might still be banned. You're Smacked banned from season from season 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 Why yeah. she call you that though? What did you do? No, no, no. See, what's crazy? I want to. I need to hear the other side. No, right. See, what's funny? I was a joke, by the way. Crazy. See how crazy is, that is? That's the other side, right? Yeah. But so she, she called. Me. She called you the N word. Yeah, well, it was crazy. My sister and I was like taking a picture. Somebody was taking a picture of me and my sister and I, the other girl that was with us, and so that girl, this white girl, like uh -huh. goes and like jumps in front of the picture. You know, like in the middle, we're uh -huh. kind of like. All right. right. I'm like, bro, I don't do that. Or whatever I said to her, you know. So she decides to come back and says whatever she says. Mm -hmm. And then that's what got her slapped that's, that's, that's And then the cops came in some more. Right. Right. But it was like, for me, like, I've been called a nigga in school mm -hmm. when I went to school with all white kids. You right. know what I mean? When I was younger. And, like, I've always been um, in a position where I was, like, the youngest black something, even in corporate world. So I've dealt with things. 
dang, I don't want to say white people, but with like white people in particular because they you, don't I made understand. You, fuck up your own thing. you did, not yeah, just. Like, it, like, oh. I made you fuck up your own thing. You, it didn't last ten minutes. Let me ask you a question. You want to do? Okay. You want to do a social experiment right now? Okay. One, two, three, four white people in this room. This is so. Oh, the white people in this room. White? Aren't you Spanish? No. See what I'm saying? You don't even know. Oh, Maddie is. See, Maddie's not white. Maddie, are, are you, you? Maddie, Maddie, are you half are white? You? Yeah. No, what right, are you? The, the nasty, well, he's half white, half Japanese. He's Japanese. Right. I would say he's white. Japanese but, uh, is, is, Ma the, is Maddie. The... Okay, let's say Maddie's not white. Okay. okay. There are four people that got white, white shit in them. in them in this room, right? Of the four people in this room that have it in them, how many of you guys have used the N-word before? Be honest. So, John. Oh, John, you'd be the first person I smack. But but here's the deal, though. You know what the interesting <gasps> thing about that is? What? John married to a black woman. Really? Yeah. John no is down. Currently. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. Congratulations. So John is down. So, ain't it good? So, so, so <laughs> it is good. good. John be telling me. <laughs> John black woman ain't nothing like a black woman, boo. John, John be telling I'm me. John, the truth. John comes in. I see John, like, sneaking Hennessy into his face in the middle of the day. Shut up now with a like, red like, cup. Like, like it's John, a red solo cup. John be in his bitch like, yo, man, we getting lit? <laughs> John actually acts white for the office. Right, right. But ain't that fun because they can play that role too. Yeah, that's the. I'm sorry. I'm telling oh, you, God, John I'm white people. I saw, I saw John wife. There was at the uh, at, at the Christmas party. John smacked her on the ass. Yeah, like, Baby. John. Yeah. Baby, go over there. Go over yeah. there. And get you, get your man something. I'm telling you. Yeah. So, what I'm saying is, like, what I'm saying is, and I, I, I say all that to say, John, good guy, great guy, amazing yeah, guy, right? Totally. Whiteness in there. I'm sure. I'm sure his wife and we. We've had conversations like this. I'm sure there are things that you learned from her mm -hmm. that you would then learn. See? and right. But that is. But but the consequence of those things is still very important. Yeah. And by the way, not just from white people to black people, from men to women. Totally. Like, totally. Like like men need to understand totally. the, the the reason why the moment we're in right now is so important is because mm. men need to understand that there are now going to be swift consequences and repercussions <sighs> for all your fuck shit. Now let's get to this real quick. I want to unpack First of all, that. are you wearing a Rolex? I am wearing a Rolex. I gotta call it out. Every time somebody comes on this fucking show and they stun on me, I'm not stunning. And now she's fucking polishing you. the Rolex. That's a no, Chanel. because I've been working. Oh my god! I need so to she's get wearing it. a Rolex. So listen, a lot of the audience might not be aware exactly who you are and what you do. I know so we kind of just got into whatever. This. Tell them, tell them, because um, we want to talk about this. My name is Miss Diddy. Mm -hmm. I'm Compton, California. Cat. See, I'm I'm from Compton. Right. Cat's not. It's not the suburbs of the PA. Yeah. We'll talk about that. Um, I'm a servant of the Lord. Okay, how do you serve the Lord? Like, what do you tell? How do I make money? No, she, yeah. <laughs> she like she she a big deal. She's trying to play it. Down. Um, you know what? It's I don't even know how to explain like what I what I am or what I do. I do so much. Now let me tell you something. If you don't tell people what you do right now and you ran a Rolex, everybody gonna think you moving powder. So I don't know, mind. The thought of that. Wow. I just want to say. No, but you are seriously a very important person in town. Thank you. You are a, a, a brand ambassador, a connector of people. I am a connector um, of people. You do, you do all of these things. Actually, yeah. recently featured by Forbes. Give it up for Miss Diddy. Thank you. For, for all of the entrepreneurship yeah. and stuff that you do. So I'm a, I am an entrepreneur. You I, are. I own a marketing agency mm -hmm. called The Brand Group. Um, in that, there's a lot of components. I'm technically, form of, I'm a publicist, lifestyle specialist, promoter. I run nightlife. There's a lot of elements that go into that mm -hmm. outside of just being a promoter. Although I still say that because I respect the business of promoting. Sure. 
some of the greatest came from from that world. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I just always I just evolved into this great butterfly. I think. Mm. So, in dealing with that, you deal with a lot of powerful, famous, yes, very, very, very uh, important people, especially yeah. to the people around them. A lot of them are men. Yes. What is it like being a woman? More men than most anything. specifically, uh, more specifically, a black woman in an industry like that. You know what? For me. Okay, I was raised, I have two older brothers, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, my first relationship in life really was with the man outside of my mom, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, I think that I have a a good chemistry with men in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm a, I respect men, so I'm not one of the women that are like, F all dudes, and, like, all dudes are like this or whatever. So, there's an honor and respect that I have for men initially, mm-hmm. and I think that it levels the playing field for me to be able to have good relationships with them. Okay. But... I'm a very respectable woman and I demand respect and I don't play about that. Right. So I don't deal with a lot of things that other women deal with. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I've always had a very entrepreneurial mindset and I've always, um, you know, kind of lived in that space. So I never felt like I need any man to do X, Y, and Z for me to act a certain way for you to treat me better or something. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. And I think that's what which tough in this business because women go in it with like it's a male dummy dominating industry it's like i don't think like that because right. i'm actually flyer and harder and work harder than a lot of the guys right have you have you found that most of the men that you've dealt with because the reality is that these guys are rappers they're athletes yeah. they're entertainers and these are gentlemen who most of the time don't have the best reputations i mean first yeah. of all this is this is this is a generalization but don't, most of the time don't have the best reputations in terms of being patient thoughtful mm. and sometimes even respectful with women have you experienced any of that or for the most part have you uh been able to sort of avoid that you know what i, I would like to dig deep and say that i that i have but i can't say that i truly have mm. not anything to the extent where i would be like it would traumatize me because i could check a um, do quick. You want to say the N word so, so bad. bad? Why didn't you say it, man? That is is rooting no, no, for no, me in my growth. Like no, but like you, it's the N word is ours. You say it, it if is. you want, yeah. Because I check niggas you quick. Check niggas quick. And it's known. It's an understood. John's probably fact. said that same statement before in his. John, class. you have said that. <laughs> I heard you. By the way, by the way, we'll never, we'll never listen. We'll never show John's face now. <laughs> like like John. John is just like we'll like John, we'll, we'll never. Nine. People are gonna be asking me. Who in word John is John's for the rest of the time that we'll never show John's face because John is my man. I Dark know brown, that's a good guy. Because the rest of them, everybody in this room, if I, I would look at this room right now as far as the white people, it's four for four in N words. Everybody he here said the N Japanese before. and white. Right, well, Japanese and white. You've said it before. You like you like hip hop. You like he definitely Austin for sure. Austin is Austin. What do you what? mean his name's Austin? He was Austin, he was Austin, he was petting a rat. Austin, yeah, Austin, yeah. Like Austin gonna listen to that Austin's doing that first Fifty Cent album on the way home, and it's gonna be fifteen. Words such a before great he gets to the fucking 10 freeway. Such a great album. Before Austin hits the 10 tonight, he's going to say 10 in words. 10. Straight up. And straight up. But Austin, you know, let me ask you a question. Who's your favorite hip-hop artist? Of all time. Rapper. Not, uh, we'll do of all time and then of this generation. Currency. Currency. Yeah, Austin's a real head, though. Oh. He's a real head. Tell me why really quick. I don't know. I just started listening to him when I was young and yeah. still listen to him. Have you He's met fly. him? 
No, I have. I've oh, seen, we got I've seen currency. Here. I gotta be real crazy. with you. I've never met currency either. Oh, no, nah, we got like, currency. I, I'm gonna call it. I got. I've been. I've been listening to currency literally. He's a great lyricist. You, I mean, we going wait. We going back to like. We going back almost. Do you know Spitta? Mm-hmm. 15, 20 uh, years, like, like yeah, as far as, as, far as for like, sure. Well, at least fifteen when he was, because I'm from Louisiana, so when he was bouncing around, you know, like doing that, I've been listening to him and like n- never met him. Just like I know a bunch of people who know him. Shout out to uh, DJ Kelly Green. I know a bunch mm. of people that know him, but I don't know. I don't never met him. Nah, before. currency. That's your call. You got to come up here. I'm, I'm a, I'm a I'm currency real. Mm-hmm. So come on, Louisiana. Um, there's a lot of talk right now about people paying their dues. Okay. How did you get to the point that you got to in this? Pay my damn dues. You know what? I work very, very hard. Mm-hmm. And I work very, very hard very often. Right. And what I'm learning is that I think I make it look really easy. That's a very cliche like mm-hmm. way of saying things. But I'm learning that I, I make things look far too easy. And it, it's not that it's that. Right. It's just that's my ability to... You know, make it look easy, but I've I've paid plenty of dues. Like I end up Where'd running nightlife, but for me, my own career, I started when Kanye started good music. Oh, okay, so when Kanye started good music after the first album, too. he's Kanye. Man, gave, do I know that? Kanye, no, Kanye gave me my shot too. <laughs> Are you about to make it? Why is everyone laughing in the because room? Because I'm obviously refer, referencing right, the Kanye then, moment out here. Oh yeah, you're right. That's not true. I know because I'm thinking about Van. You're a legend. What are you talking about? You're thinking about like before that, yeah. But really, yeah. Let's be no. Honest. But yeah, that's a great. No, that's maybe, a that's not a start. Up. That's a great in 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 middle moment. Right. So you started off with good music. Started off with good music. John this Monopoly. Was out here. Oh, shout out to John Monopoly. He's coming mm-hmm. to the podcast pretty soon too. Yeah. So um, uh, that's out here in the West Coast. Though. Yes, mm-hmm. out here in the West Coast. But yeah, he lived out. He always lived out here. So right. after first college dropout, you know, I was on college dropout. Little got a girl on a workout plan. You were in that video. The yeah, the extended version. So the workout plan that you know the skit in the beginning. Right. Hey, what's up, girl? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where, that's me. Oh. <laughs> I never knew that. I never bring that up, but people What's like, up, no, girl? Yeah. I never knew that, yeah, man. The Bootleg Queen. So no, I'm the Bootleg like, Queen, the Bootleg for free 99. Exactly. That's so that was me. That? Yeah. Damn, I never knew that before. Got a Grammy look, off of that thing. Cat. Cat. Cat loves me. Yeah. She's a white girl that looks. Well, look, well, but you're not. Oh, we're going to put, you got to put extended version. That's crazy. If you in, Are you in this video? The extended version, because it does the beginning. This says the long, this is the long version right here. Little X, shout out to well, he was Little X, then Director X did Director that. Director X now because he did. Shout out to uh, Superfly. See, That's my did. cousin Audra, my homegirl Simona. Oh, look at <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. Right. Can't yeah. believe that's brought up. Yeah, yeah. Where's she at now? She anyway, was with me la- um, okay. <laughs> that's my cousin. She was with me last. Oh no, she's in DC waiting on me. So you 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 started here and you <laughs> and, you're, and, you're, and you're, this was your this was your deal. And then how did you build up? Well, I I started in the West Coast promotions for their promotion side. Right. So it was just a natural uh, progression. Mm-hmm. I always worked in corporate, so I was in the insurance field. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, I love corporate, but I've always been. Uh, my friends, my friends don't want me to say this, but like the popular girl. So like right. I knew everybody. I went to school here. Like you know, I've always had this personality. So when I started promoting, Which in LA it made is sense. such currency. Yeah, it, it, well, for sure. If you popular anywhere else in in a different, it's three places in America. Well, really four, where being popular can actually make you a lot make of money. It, yeah, LA, Miami, Atlanta, New York. That's such a like, that's it, true. Like and but like, if you popular in Baton Rouge, it don't, it don't really, really matter. matter. <laughs> Shout out 
it, like, it, 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 like, it, it matters while you're in high school. It matters while you're on the but yard. Not when but then go, after that, damn, you go to like niggas working at AutoZone. Shout out to AutoZone. But like, you know what I'm saying? But 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 like, if you if you are actually popular in those four different places, you can make you can turn into a business. That's what happened. Yeah. That's, That's what you did. So yeah, like the lockout happened, the NBA lockout happened actually, yeah. and I always remember that point because that's when I started promoting. Okay. So my homeboy was like, "Man, you want to come do this party with me tonight? And I'll give you five hundred dollars cash and just bring the girls." And I'm like, "Okay." Yeah. But I didn't know, like, I didn't know it would turn into like mm-hmm. something. But I've always been a big marketing head, so when I went to the club, and I didn't drink, so I'm like. <laughs> this needs to be like this, this needs to be like this. So I just started, my brain started working like that and it turned into something that I loved and went on to brand some really dope nights. Supper Club Tuesdays, Toxic Day Party. Been there, all of them. I know you have. Been a lot. Friday night at Sarah, you started that. Um, I mean, there's so much. The brunches out here, brunches never happened until me and LA's Finest started that out here. We started actually at Zen Lounge, which I don't want to talk about. But, mm. um, yeah. Shout out to Dwayne. Shout out to Dwayne. <laughs> I got my money stolen out my purse as Zen Lounge. Did you? For New Year's one year. So I would never. Shit happens. I tell you one thing, though. Zen Lounge, when it was open, had the best catfish in L.A. Low-key chicken wings, too. Ooh. I don't even eat chicken anymore, but it was really good. Really you don't good. eat chicken anymore? Nah. Why? What happened? It's not. It, well. Are you vegan? I'm pescatarian. Wow. So you really are going Hollywood on this. I been, but you know what? Damn. I had to start eating like steak again because I got super sick. I got iron deficient, like yeah. and super, super sick. You yeah, you from Compton. You need your fried right, chicken. clearly. You no, need, I'm not eating chicken yeah, you again. Need your chicken. You're from but Compton. I need my steak. You need your chicken. So so at some point you start working more directly with artists though? Yeah. It just it made sense. You mm. know, artists like, yo, Diddy, we kinda we want you to had this mark this marketing plan up mm-hmm. or this you know i'm releasing this project this album this single like what's your thoughts you know it just happened kind of that way and then um uh a lady named taz brought me on management team to do tour managing for omarion before they start back with b2k icebox yeah and and o and i grew up together when we were kids since we were five went to mm-hmm. elementary together and stuff so like be honest you grew up with omarion mm-hmm at what point did you look at Amarion and go, yo, man, this nigga dances way too well to be He's, to be what? To be my friend. Like, yo, he's, nigga, no, first of all, FYI, he's always danced that well since he was five. I, you can't just learn that. He used to backflip up the, like, whole. I, like, I wasn't, be, I wasn't making that up. I'm sure no, that, like, when Amarion so was, like, three. No, he for was, real. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. dancing his ass off. No, nah, man, he was, it was so, it was always natural. Was never taught, learned anything. He just, and he really loves the art of dance. Cause he'll dance anywhere. Like that's a real right. thing. Let me ask you a question. At mm-hmm. the height of his dance, I hate him right now. At the height of Amarion's dancing skills, take because me and my brothers argue this all the time, and my brother's gonna jump out the window. All respect to Chris Brown. All respect to Chris Brown. At the height of their dancing skills, I submit that Amarion was a better dancer than Chris Brown. Well, look, look, look what we got. Ah. Look, look what we got. Omari on dance. Look at this nigga. This is a I'm best telling one. you. Uh, listen. Hey. Listen. Listen. And this is not. Chris <laughs> Brown is a fantastic, amazing. He's an incredible. And Mike, right now, he probably had more dance longevity. I haven't seen Omari on cut up in a while. But 
I, the height of the dance, 100%. Omarion, to me, For was sure. at the height 100%. of the... You also have to remember that Omarion is the original part of this generation. Right. You forget, like, O was out before... Chris, uh, and before, uh, yeah. yeah, you know no, what by, I mean. By the, so way, like, by the way, people gonna watch this and be like, "Van shit on Chris Brown." No, no. Chris Brown is a fucking he's phenomenal. fantastic dancer. He's phenomenal, but I mean, and right now he's might have taken like, it. That's in the it's in the rank. But when it, <laughs> it's in the rank, like but, once you start but, flipping in the rank. But when they was both at the top of their dance, like yeah. back in really strong. 08, 09, 11, mm-hmm. and all of that. I feel. I felt like um, I was mm-hmm. partial to Amarion, man. Yeah, he always look at Puff out there. The doing thing about <laughs> shout out to my man. Shout out to the king. Yeah, look at Mario. Mr. Combs, he about to bow, bow, bow. Bang, bang, that's the whole bang. thing. I'm Come on, you. Jamie. Yeah, hey, the whole deal. That's around the whole. Um. So, so. I, I want to move to something real quick yes. because if we start watching these dance videos, it's gonna fuck up the podcast. No, seriously. Because because I'm because we, we gonna, gonna keep going. Deep. No, yeah, yeah. Because you uh, we're gonna be all the way back to Michael Jackson <laughs> yeah. dancing yeah, yeah, machine yeah, 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 videos yeah, yeah. going back. We're gonna go deep. So there's been a conversation that's been being had recently about women that are sort of in the space that you're in. Okay. Where, where I'm talking about women like uh, uh, Karen. Uh huh. To Karen. Sinclair. Yeah. Uh, yes, Jules. Women like mm. this, right? Mm. You made a sound. That's okay. Um, and and about sort of uh, the way that everyone operates inside mm. of this space. And mm-hmm. certain people have criticisms mm-hmm. about the way other people are doing things, and that people have been saying each other's names in public. Yeah, I see. Like, like what? Like Here, here's what, uh, I. Mm. I'm not asking See, you to de- I'm not asking no, you to diss anybody. No, no, I'm just no, no, saying, no, no, no. what do you think thing. about the climate? See, here's the thing. I'm from Compton, right? Right. So a lot of even women that are in this space, they they not they they not from the same type of places. And when I say that, I mean this. I I deal in real life. Right. Like my work and job is in this space, but I'm a real like I I deal real life. Don't say my name. Like you gonna have to. We gonna have to have some d- other discussions. Now, let me let me let me translate what she's saying. Yeah, sorry. I Bitch, I'll this. pull up on. You. I, no, it's a quick no. No, right hand to the God that I serve. I had to pray against that type of stuff. Like, yeah. don't. That's why I don't. I don't mix around because I. That means something. Like, mm-hmm. we we gonna have to have. You gonna have to come. We gonna have to talk. Because it's love. It should be because out here in L.A. It seems like as if as if there's love, man. Shout out to Echo. Shout out to Karen. Oh, shout out to Echo. It, it seems shout like all, it, it, it seems like you got that. There's it's it's all. No, it's love. love. Me and Karen just did London on a birthday. London on a birthday. London on a track birthday last night. We we're together for this whole week for prep. Delightful people. So where do you feel like it, for some people the negativity comes in? Here's the thing. Privately, if you have discussions and there's things that happen and you need to air things out, by all means. When it becomes public, it's, it's just tricky. It's mm-hmm. tricky, you know? And I think that it just comes from a natural... First of all, we're all insecure. Mm-hmm. That's what people don't like to admit. It doesn't matter. We're all insecure. I think Kat is beautiful. She might think I'm beautiful. Maybe not. But, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it, It's a natural insecurity that we all carry. And when you work in this space... You're ten times more insecure because it's like, well, am I, am I, am I still on top? Right. Am I doing enough? Am I, am, do I look, you know, does it look this way? Am I still killing it? Like it's a lot of things that you're mentally going through yourself. So if you don't stay tunnel vision and focus on what you got going on, mm-hmm. that's when it starts. You start getting talking about people negatively because you're just naturally jealous of them. But one thing I'm not gonna stand for, I, I protect black women. I don't. Now that's something I don't. I don't play about that. Should, right. I don't play about that because now now it changes. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's what it 
you got to protect black women. Yeah. Because we take hits that nobody else takes. Right. We take hits that white women don't take. Yeah. We take hits that black men don't take. Yeah. We take hits that men don't take. Or or other, you, you know what I'm you saying? You take hits that black men we don't take. We yeah. take hits that black men don't take. And right. we still are, are, we still have to protect y'all. <laughs> right. And the hits that we take, and sometimes it takes me from y'all. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. a lot that we have to carry and hold on our backs and still be poised and still be graceful and not be aggressive. Mm-hmm. And, and you're able to say, you're being a oh you're being aggressive. I get that all the time. That like, you're being aggressive. Yeah, and it's like, bro, I'm not. I'm just I'm just saying what I mean and I mean what I say. I'm not yeah. being aggressive. I'm being assertive. And I'm yeah. just and if I am aggressive, then that's the energy that you get into. Right. So I think it, you got to be careful with that because I handle stuff different. Mmm. Mm. I don't. Mm. And I, and I also think that. Because I'm a respect person. Everything for me is boundaries, respect. I live, eat, sleep, breathe it. I don't mm-hmm. care where I work. Right. So respectfully, if you have something to say or there's an issue, you better talk to me first. Right. Matt, I want you to do me a favor. I want you to look up real quick how many people there are in Compton. Over 100,000. Huh? Over 100,000. No just, no, just how many people are in Compton. That's what the population of Compton. Oh, he's saying that you're not smart all jokes, like him. All jokes aside, dog. <laughs> he said, why, "Why are you playing me?" He said, yeah, "You're not like, smart how, like him." Yeah, how many people? The population of Compton. See what I'm saying? Shout I'm out to, to the mayor of Compton, Asia, Asia Brown. Oh, shout out to Asia. Shout out to my sister. That's my big sister. I would love right to there. have Asia Brown. Okay, I'm gonna. Um, yeah, shout out to her because I want to ask a question specifically mm-hmm. about Compton. Okay. Ninety-seven thousand. people in Compton. Ninety-seven thousand people in Compton. Or a major city, though. Major city. Mm-hmm. 97,000 people in Compton. 97,000 people, people, yet if I start listing off mm-hmm. successful people mm-hmm. that are from Compton, yeah. the list goes it's so crazy. long. It's so varied. Yeah. It's so wide-reaching. It is. So many different fields yeah. from Anthony Anderson's <laughs> yes. to Kendrick Lamar's yeah. to Dr. Dream. To Ava. To, to Ava. Brandon Jennings. Brandon Jennings. Uh, I mean, Aaron Aflalo from, from sports, the mm-hmm. arts. Uh, p- politics, all it, but you know Tomorrow. who else is from Compton? Tomorrow. You know who else is from Compton? Kevin Costner. Really? No bullshit. I feel like I know that. Kevin Costner from Compton. I feel like I know True that. story. Not, so when, when yeah, there were white people in Compton back in the day, Austin, and, chill. Um, uh, so so let me ask you a question. A lot of people like, what is it about Compton that so many <laughs> successful people? Have come come from there, and so many successful people continue to come from there. You know, I don't know, honestly. I think that you know, God kind of sits there, you know. And there's, I'm not saying He doesn't sit anywhere. Costner was born on January oh, and, and lived and, and grew up, up in, in Compton, Compton, California. California. Costner, what's up? Kevin Costner is. I'm from about to Compton. find Costner. Oh, you know what? You need and to by come the way, back. Kevin Costner, bro, leave this up here. Kevin Costner. It, you could rep Compton wow. a little harder, dog. Yeah, I was just about to say that. Yeah, you the could mayor rep, ain't like, seen you, bro. I never saw Kevin, yeah, with the straight out of Compton. Yeah. You could rep but Compton But we got Soldier Boy out here saying he's exactly. a Compton. You see what I'm saying, right. Kevin? Kevin Costner, man. Compton's own. We're going to hold Kevin Costner. Accountable. Hey, we're going to start a movement right now. Accountable. Right. Accountability. We're going to hold Kevin. Co- Go back up to this picture, man. We love you, Kevin Costner. We you, love you. You ain't never said no fuck shit. No. And well, now that we've said that, he'll say some fuck shit next week. That's okay. We'll but, see. But, but but this is Kevin Costner right here. Kevin Costner, come home, dog. Come home. You feel like this is from move Compton. The, move, come home, move the cursor. bro. Oh, yeah, come, come home. Come home, Kevin. Kevin, you look like you 
You could be. Come home. Yeah, yeah you, you look like you want to come home. Like, yeah. So, he was, by the way, we don't mind coming get you. He was you. in Hidden Figures doing his thing. Looking why? Out for why can't say it during why, the press why, run? Why, it, uh, Kevin, come home, Kevin. Bro. Kevin Costner, bro. We're gonna, we're gonna get a movement. We're gonna get a movement started right now. Kevin bring Costner Kevin Costner to Compton. Home, home. Bring, you gotta say home. Bring Kevin Costner home. home. Yeah. So, so tell me, man, is there something? Is there something in the water? What are we missing? I, yo, I, I don't know. I, it's a strong city. It's a good city, and you know, there's a lot of elements in it that make make it what it is. Mm -hmm. You know. I was actually, I go to church in Compton still mm -hmm. every Sunday, Greater Zion. And I don't know, we're just a good city, man. Serena and Venus. I haven't left them out. The greatest. I haven't left them out. There's so you just got me thinking. many people yeah. that come from there. You it's start to wonder. City. You start to wonder. Now, What's happening? one thing that I do think goes on in a place like that is that once you and this happens everywhere right this mm -hmm. even happened in baton rouge right so baton rouge hip-hop really exploded mm -hmm. once boosie got on because yeah. brothers in baton rouge saw yo i could actually get on yeah rapping. before boosie we had this guy named mc nero and he had a song and it what's was, the song the song was called got a lot of respect how i go was, give me the hook that shit was, it was got a lot of got a lot of got a lot of food named nero that shit don't get me started with that shit yeah. man play that MC but yeah nero. i was just hey, i was hey, we're hey, all pointing do we have sound on this Damn, man. But you go sing along. Nah, I'm not with. doing that. See how you trying to fuck me up? So it could but, be. But MC Nero used to be, MC Nero was the man. And we had Young Bleed as well. And so we, 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 we had people. But when Boosie really blew, then that's when, you know, Webby came and Kevin For Gates sure. came. And then people, Adam Dollars and all of these guys like that. They started blowing up and boxing all of Royale and all of those guys. Shout out to the home team. Like, hey, hey, hey. MC Nero. MC Nero. I got a lot of respect. I got a lot of, got a lot of, I got a lot of. MC Nero. Was it kind of like, ay, 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 ay. Was it close to that? A little bit, but it's like way before this. This was like 93. But I'm saying, was it close to like that type of, yeah, that type of cadence? That's the way we just. I want to make sure way, I'm rapping it see, right. You see this club right here? This oh. is Baton Rouge. He thought the W though. What would the W be about out there? Because from the west side of Baton Rouge. The west side of Baton Rouge. Yeah. White people. There are sides. Yeah, to and, Baton Rouge. Uh, yeah, to, well, sides. to 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 hood I'm from the, I'm from South, I'm from the west from side. Of you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if you look, look, this is where I'm from. Actually, go to pull something else up. Put up Gardier Lane in Baton Rouge. I want to show you. How do you I'm spell that? We want to make sure. G A R D E R E, Gardier Lane. Pull up that. That's where I'm from. Oh, look. Gardier. Uh, you want to? Yeah. D E D E Gardier, Gardier R E. Gardier right. Lane, go I back. I told you Gardier you wasn't going to be able Rouge. to spell it. Click that. What about right. the Christian? This is where I'm from. G Lane. G Lane on the gang. AKA Pakistan. On the gang. By the way, let me tell you, Hermiton Subdivision yeah, is where I grew where up. You, okay. That's where I grew up. Is that the projects? Well, yeah. Well, Technically. No. Like, Hermiton Subdivision. You can't laugh. See, that's something. Y'all laughing at that. Hermiton Subdivision. Look at these niggas. By the way, let me tell y'all something. This is not like this. Like, 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 like what? What do you mean it's not like that? I, okay, so it's it's a bunch of niggas on the video. I wanna, I wanna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna like put this that. out. So this is a video of Gardier Lane in Baton Rouge, where I grew up, with niggas carrying AK-47s. Yeah, and, and somebody's auntie. And somebody's mama. I used to get my hair cut. Knockouts Barbershop was right over here. This nigga and got a Glock. I've a never seen anybody. I've never seen. 40 dudes outside a fucking place with oh, at, one time, on at one time at one time this is I, this has yeah. never happened yeah. don't let these guys stun on what these about, communities that piss me off screen. look look at this dude the scream mask where did way, he get the scream mask from right, right, right. I, don't I don't know where to buy my, that at some point my dude Thomas is gonna show up in here and I don't know <laughs> oh he has two guys no it's one it's left hand That's right hand yeah. okay he's turning it so, so you can so you, so you can see that this, yeah. this right here 
is not, this never happened. Hermitage is a subdivision. They're homes. There's like a community center and shit like that. I don't anyway, um, but we ain't got no famous people besides uh, CeeLo. Well, so, you know, everybody from, my my godfather is a huge legend icon from from Louisiana, but from, from New Orleans. Who is he? His name is Leo Nocentelli, lead okay. guitarist of the Meters. You ever heard of the Meters? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. everybody got roots back there. Everybody got roots. Yeah. You have, do, do you, since you're in the industry, do you mess with dudes in the industry? Not, not really. Not technically. I have. I. You have and, messed with guys in the industry, God. rappers. N no. Mm, rappers. Game. Kind what year did you what? date? Game. No, actually, I'm the only one that's never that has dated, dated game. game. Shout out to Game. Shout out to Game. You that's my homie. You out here in these yeah, streets. Yeah, I'm the only woman that has game is not. Like, like game is game is a vibe. Oh, and go to the club. Like, me. oh man, you know game. Get away from me, man. Right. Like, like, yeah, but game is a volume. Game That's and drink. They do their thing out here in these streets. It's a couple more. <laughs> right, right. So, but do, do you have a rule about messing with guys in the industry? No, not necessarily. Mm -hmm. I, How does that work, being yeah. that you're so tethered to these different things and these brands? That's what's tough, man. You know what it is? I like intelligent men. Mm -hmm. So, that can land anywhere i don't right. i don't like men that are dumb like right. i like really like intelligent men right so i you like feel like you don't have the proximity to that in in the business that you're in no yeah i do like i mm -hmm. i i i date someone that's tech that's in the business right now yeah smart guy. currently mm -hmm. and extremely intelligent mm -hmm. and that's a that's a factor for me i have mm -hmm. to have a man that can got like teach me Right. Or like guide me because I'm the teacher in so many things. I'm mm -hmm. the leader in so many aspects of my world. Right. So I don't want to be like, you know, of course I'm there to teach as well. But if a man can't teach me anything, I, he has no use for me. The, that's a good rule of thumb just for people, period. Yeah, totally. Any friend that you have or any associate that you have or any um, person that you're around, if you can't learn anything from them. It's stupid. It's, it's, it's wasted. It's, it's ridiculous. Like, so I, we do this podcast, right? You know, me and Maddie do our thing. A lot of these innovations, they come from Maddie, man. Come on, Maddie. I'm seriously, a lot of these things come from, from Maddie. You know what? Maddie feels underappreciated a lot of times. You got to give it up for Maddie. Maddie real quick, man. A lot of these things, they come from Maddie. So it's very important professionally and personally to have people around totally. to, to do that. Now, do you feel like that had you dated more guys in this industry that the perception would have been in some way that you got Potentially. to Potentially, yeah. yeah, because and that's what I have to be careful of because I am around a lot of men right. and I have a lot of male friends. Mm -hmm. So I'm very particular about perception, perspective, you know how things are viewed and perceived. I'm big. I'm big on that. I've always, I've always been that way. Mm -hmm. So I think I do a pretty, a pretty good job. Is but, you know, I'm also, I also like when women. I tell women, you can only do what you want to do when you become a boss. Right. If you're not a boss, you can't do all of that. But mm -hmm. if you're a boss, you could do what you. You can date whoever you want, as many as you want. If you're a boss, it's just, right. it's just, it's just what it is, yeah. and you can't if not because it could look a certain way if you care about that right now before i became a boss i couldn't be doing all that yeah but if i wanted to date whoever back i could do it all right now mm. who's gonna say when something? you say you're a boss like what does that i mean? hate that i people, hate saying that because no nah, it's yeah. okay no it's all good no, you are but like when people people there's a lot of people throwing that that word around yeah that's right why now. i don't like it so what, what what does that mean to you I think it's it's a certain honor and revere that people have for you. Okay. So it's not just self-proclaimed. Right. Because people self-proclaim it all the time. Like, right. Or the technicality of it is, like, I have employees that I pay, and right. I have a company that I, I have company. You know what I mean? So the yeah. technicality of it, 
is taken care of. Right. But I think that it's 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 how you're also perceived. It's the it's true a, meaning of that. Yeah. Boss, leader, things Le- like that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And that you've done something that s- signifies, you know, I mean, that's significant enough that it showcases that. Right. So you can't be out here saying that you're a boss without really having anything. No, you got to. It has to be fruitful. And it's a process. Do you think it's fair that women have to be considerate because men that do these things in yeah. these situations, they don't give a fuck about it. People think right. they're having sex with all of these girls. Right. Do you think it's fair that women have to be concerned about Is it fair? No, but it is, is, is it what it is? Yes. And I think that while I'm a rebel at heart and I believe it, you know, and all those things, certain things buck in the system. It's like, for what? Just be a lady. Because I, I I believe in God too, so I I believe in order. Mm-hmm. I believe in the order of a man, a woman, and like mm-hmm. you know all of these things. So I that's important for me. Do you believe as in well? Do you believe in a woman's submission to a man? Hundred percent. Really? What? You know what's yes. funny? I don't even believe in that. I do, be, but it, it, there's there's element. It's not just you submitting <laughs> to a man. I'm not because any. I could have been dating a man or talking to a man and he doesn't get the piece of me that somebody else that deserves that piece of me. I'm not talking about sex. I'm right. talking about the submission part or mm-hmm. like, you know, that that sweetness part. Not every man can say that they get that. So it has to be worth it. Why do you feel like uh, that's important, that part of it? Like, the submission? The, yeah. Because it's important to be a woman. Mm. Like, in so many parts of my life, I have, I'm this leader. I'm this assertive person. I'm mm-hmm. this person that's making decisions that affect not just me but everyone around me and mm-hmm. things like that and I'm in this space mm-hmm. often more often than not right I don't I want to be a woman I want to be a lady right. with a man right I don't I don't want to do that right that's why even for people be like you probably date somebody that you can run all over. I would never date someone that I could run all over right I don't want to live in that space you know, 100% crazy? of the time what's crazy is I I understand precisely what you mean but there are people that are gonna hear what you just said and maybe be a little bit offended for by sure that. they're gonna be like oh she's saying that 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 and I don't know that's not no I'm not say do that go. voice like, like they like I'm not even gonna do that voice they're gonna say that you're saying that a woman has to submit to a man and then in some way that is an attitude that we should be moving past. What would you say to those people? I don't I don't believe we should move past other people because strength is also in meekness. Mm. You know, and meek is and having your is power the, the under control. Yeah. yeah, and meek is having your power under control. Like mm-hmm. Bible says a meek will inherit the earth because it's a way you do things. Right. So like if I'm with someone and he's strong in all his might, why do I need to puff up next to him? Right. That's stupid. I'm tired. I want to sit and right. put my feet up and be a lady. Right. So that submission can be that. That doesn't mean it's not strong. Right. Because, you know, like, my dude, he does, he thinks I'm one of the strongest women. Of course you think I'm strong because I am. So you that doesn't strong. mean that I have to, like, puff up to do that. Right. So submission i think also we kind of got to unpack that really quick and what submission looks like it's not every single i mean every every kind of food you like even the, oh, shout out to, to vanessa shout out that's to my vanessa yes Callaway. And ashley calloway that's my sis you know we just right. had then that's my family right mm. there um but i i believe in that like i'm gonna make your plate i'm mm. gonna get your i'm gonna get your drink or whatever you want just like you're gonna carry my luggage you're mm. gonna take out the trash like why aren't those things not so you're saying you know? you're saying you believe in submission but it seems like you you believe that everybody's gotta be a little submissive from the I, as as i get older i learn the power of it mm. i learn the power of it but that's 
see, I'm also not trying to prove anything. Mm. So a lot of times women are trying to prove to themselves that they're strong. Right. Or prove to the man that you're not going to, you yeah. know, I'm not in that place. I just, I just am. Mm. And I know my energy if it goes there. So right. I don't even need. I, nah, I get it. That way. Nah, I get it. I get it. You know what? I gotta be honest with you. We gotta we gotta clap for somebody real quick. Clap for this guy that Miss Diddy is dating, cause yeah, you know what I'm saying. She said she makes the plate. That's what I like to hear. You know what I'm saying. You come home and nice play of oxtails right there. You know, from somebody that was in Forbes, like the Forbes and the oxtails. See what I'm saying? I'm just saying. And I like that feeling. You know what I'm saying that, that, that's dope she though. You know what I'm Forbes saying? Forbes and the oxtail plate. Um, so in, in sort of it. In that the dynamic that you're talking about, mm. how do you feel like black men can be more supportive, more mm. available, more such uh, a good conversation, man. More, more interested, more, more interested into black women. How can we do that? First of all, I think they need to look back at their mothers mm-hmm. and understand like what it took to raise a black man. You know, and a lot of black men love their mothers, but they're the disconnect is with the black woman that they're with. And it's right. weird to me because mm-hmm. it's like, well, you looking at your and can't nobody disrespect your mama. And yeah. you'll do all this and something happen with your mama and some more. But it's like that black woman is the same is the same thing. She she's she's possibly a mother. She might be your. Hey, baby. auntie. My hey, how you hey, doing? See, now you go. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you know I think that you just said something really important they need to become more interested mm. and and for there's so much facade and like this whole beauty concept when like the beauty is within mm-hmm. and it's what we have the ability to do like we raise kings or we are able to stand next to you during things like can't nobody go through anything with you like a black woman can mm-hmm. you know what's crazy is sometimes I feel myself feeling for the sisters in LA I'll tell you why. Please do. Um, where I'm from in Louisiana, Gardeer, where they don't walk down the street with gang. 47s and all of that. It says, that doesn't happen. Hope you guys don't go. See no that red bandanas. Yeah, no red bandanas. Well, no, I've never seen it. Um, where I'm from in Louisiana, there's not a ton of diversity in terms of like ethnic diversity, right? <sighs> That's a good point. So there's there's black guys and then there's 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 white people and then there's a small group of Asians and maybe some more Latinos now, but when I was growing up, none. It was really just black. A lot of brothers, when they come out to LA, they start wilding. Wilding. And, and, and the re- and in terms of their relationships with black women because they start finding some sort of beauty outside of black women. For sure. And like you hear people say exotics and foreigns and all of that stuff. And like a lot of times when you go to to, to the clubs out here, that's what like that's, yeah. that's what you see. Yeah. Well, shout out to all my homies that that, that do that. Nah, thing, but, nah, we could we could unpack because trust me, I had a conversation with them too. Right. So so what is that like as a as as a black woman seeing brothers out here, seeing guys out here, and seeing I feel them bad for with black all of these different choices, and then maybe sometimes not choosing black women? I feel bad for women like that, even in employment. Sure. Even in employment in nightlife. Right. You know what I mean? I have these discussions too. You know, it's like, and I feel bad because I I'm not excluding myself from that conversation, but the one-up that I have, and I'm not saying I have a one-up over black women, so understand what I'm saying. Yeah. The one-up we have is when you're a successful black woman. So you can always kind of put that before. Right. Right? So, like, my voice matters. Right. What I say matters. My influence matters. But it matters because of I put the work in that for that to matter. But that doesn't mean it's black women's 
everything doesn't matter. It's just yeah. she's not Miss Diddy. Yeah. You know, so it's yeah. unfair. It's really unfair. And like, also, men that come out here, they've never seen women that look like the women in LA. They, I have they, this they, kind. It's, yeah, they, people, they, they, it's, it's the most yeah. beautiful. I'm just saying, all across the board, like without a doubt. With I, thank you so much, because yeah. people have. I'm like. No, it's not anywhere else. Only because you could be a 10 back in South Carolina uh -huh. and you come out here and you a two and a half, three. Right. Yeah. And you'll be reminded of that quickly. Yeah. You know, so I think it's the excitement of it all. It's it's the fact that there's only one Hollywood in the world and it happens to be here. Uh -huh. So everyone's trying to look like something, be like something, you know, and I feel bad for the black woman and I'm not sure how to fully fix it. Um, I try to showcase my beauty in my work ethic to the best of my ability and maybe that inspires in some way but you know what's crazy because i'll go to like new york which i have family in new york but i'll go to like new york and i'm like a unicorn out there like they're like you are such a pretty black girl mm -hmm. I'm like, i don't understand what that really like means that's because, an insult by the way well right but like because, right, the, bottom, because the baseline of that con the baseline of that is that most black women, women are not or that the mixed girls are prettier than yeah. yeah and it's like for me all girls from Compton literally look just like me all my friends we all pretty much look alike mm -hmm. and I always tell people that like yo all Compton girls look like this or all you know all right. LA girls that are black we all kind of to me we all really like look alike right so I mean ain't nothing finer than a sister period. from Brooklyn or like South Louisiana where, where it's really yeah. Black really people. just a black woman. Yeah, Detroit too. Detroit got Detroit got black. beautiful Detroit, black she's women. She's in Detroit and Brooklyn and then down. Shout out to Cash Doll. South, yeah, Cash Doll. Shout out to Cash Doll. Shout out to um, Cash Doll. So, do you work with a lot of uh, female industry types as well? Do like is is that is it easier working with the males or the females? Maybe men, maybe men. But mm. why you say that? Why would that I'm, be I'm trying to I'm trying to think because maybe because. No, it goes both ways. So men call me in more than anything, mm -hmm. but men also aren't always going to publicly acknowledge how much a woman does for them. You can't. Wow. It's like, if I'm a guy, I could be like, yo, the bro, brought me on, like, man, he been, man, the bro been holding me down, posted yeah. up publicly, but like, you can't be like, oh, Miss Diddy, the woman saved my life and right. called so-and-so and got so-and-so on the song and did all of this because it, it almost, as it's not weak at all, right. but it almost can make you feel like I needed a woman to do this. Right, and you, you that that's that's a fascinating concept right yeah. there. Sucks. How do you deal with that, Sucks. knowing that you've done so much to somebody that <laughs> then has maybe a problem inherently, and giving you the credit that you deserve? I just trust God because that stuff can make you bitter, can make you old, and it can age you, and you can lose focus of 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 the bigger picture and what's important mm -hmm. and what's important is you may not give that credit but like may forbes so it's like it's all good yeah it doesn't matter <laughs> you, can't, you can't be stopped you can't be i can't be stopped so like that's i love when you know like puff really goes on his movement about um women mm -hmm. and like say you know how women work in his company and really bigging puff. it up shout out to puff because it's like reminds people like first of all we work really hard and there's no one more loyal than a woman right that's the we thing. we don't want to take your spot because like, you're a like man that the, the the thing is that the real thing <laughs> the is, real thing the real thing about women is that they are loyal, loyal. we love you we're loyal like they like Count they are it. they are they are loyal. like the difference between like men 
we're loyal to one another, right? But the only reason why we're loyal to one another is because we don't fuck over each other like we fuck over women. Mm. So like, so like, there are ways that you disrespect your girl yeah, or other people like true. that. And you would never, never disrespect one of your homeboys. And be the main person you know I mean? talking like, about. Yeah. <laughs> you would never disrespect one of your homeboys. You wouldn't talk to your I homeboy ain't like that. I ain't snitching. You, you wouldn't do nothing. any of that stuff so like that, true. right? Um, and but but so the loyalty between men is almost not even tested as much yeah. because we because of the way it goes. But women, just the way it goes, you put them through the ringer and what? they even your mama. You put ringer. you put them through you put them through the ringer and they stick around. This is why and they be talking to them crazy. That's why I don't deal with no man talking to me crazy. This is why Drake will always he always be win. The number one rapper in the world. He decides to hang it up Period. because Drake Period. has put his. Uh, he's invested into women, It'll like Drake win. has invested into women. But like the dudes, they they bop out to your shit for a couple years, and then the next guy comes and they bop out to him. I still listen. I j I just had on take care two mm -hmm. days ago getting dressed. Right, albums ago. That's a long one. You went back for that, man. But I go back. I listen to Drake more than I listen to any other artist. Because I mean, Drake. Drake says, and he doesn't even. He doesn't even. This is what I like about Drake. Drake doesn't even fuck around. Drake goes, "Here's a song for you to get ready to. <laughs> Put that fucking and work it, girl. <laughs> so when you're in the fucking mirror and like you're getting ready, and Drake's talking to you, you can listen to that you song can, till you're 65 you can, years old. You can be you're in the be mirror and work it. Go you know what I'm saying? So that I'm saying, he's loyal to women. Shout women are loyal Drake. to him. Why is that such a hard thing for men to um to kind of because come it's an ego with? pride thing. I think that when you get past that. And you understand the power in not having that, you can do that. Hmm. Like, it's nothing more, it's no bigger investment than a woman. Right. So crazy. A woman's gonna go make the money and come back with the money. Like, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna do it every time, you yeah. know? It's just as long as you have a smart woman, because hmm. also women are teachable. And men have to remember that that's their roles and their jobs is to teach us. So right. like if you teach it, you any man has the ability to teach any woman how to be his woman. Hmm. You know what I mean? And yeah. and men don't know that because the ego and the pride stems from the insecurities right. and them not being secure and them not getting everything that they needed as a kid for them to grow to be the man that they really need to be, to be right. to a woman. Right. So, like, even with me, I feel like men, well, men always say to me, like, man, I wouldn't even know how to mess with you, Diddy. I don't yeah. even know how. It's like, right. what are you talking about? Right. Yeah. Like, you know? You like that? Uh, uh, like, 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 yeah, they like that voice right there. I See? See, see how she, see how she just like put all men in the same stupid voice box like you that. You so hate the voices. No, nah, I'm just joking. Yeah, but but my, what I, what I will say about this is this though, is that like the male ego, the male ego has become actually dangerous. Totally. And it's it's dangerous to women emotionally. It's dangerous yes, to women it is. physically. Yes, it is. I just saw the most disgusting video I've ever seen before in my life. Did you see this video? Which one? With the, I can't watch with, him. With the, uh, there's a guy. I'm not. We're not gonna play the video. No. But there was a there was a um, there was a girl and she was pulling a prank on her boyfriend like she was gonna break up with him or something like that. Mm -hmm. And after she pulled the prank, like he took off on her. No. And like and and like, I think about that. What that at some point in his life, this black man was taught yeah. that his emotional hurt was was mm. was worth doing physical pain mm -hmm. to a woman mm -hmm. and all of these things that we're talking about when women reject men and then they get attacked or yeah men, all of these things these are all because of the danger yeah of the male ego 
Yeah. It's 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 dangerous in a in a lot of different ways. What is give women who want to be in this business mm, some tips and tools on how to deal with men and their ego. First of all, know and love God. Mm-hmm. Just please. Word. That's off rip. Second, um, all you can be, all you can do is grow yourself up to be as mature as you can, uh-huh. as mentally mentally strong as you can, and to be as respectable as you can. Right. Because a lot of things you'll need to not say, and you'll have, need to have the patience for it to come all the way around. Oh, wow. So you got to play the long game. Sometimes. sometimes you have to play the long game, and that's maturity. Right. And and it all it always works out. Mm-hmm. It always works out as long as you keep your integral right. your integral piece intact. But it's also knowing that being loud doesn't mean that you're being heard. Right. So it's getting out of the thought of the fight to be in the room or the fight to be the it's this fight thing that that happens. And that fight can look a different way. Mm-hmm. Also, someone told me very uh Actually, my ex told me this. Always first learn the person you're sitting across. Mm-hmm. People go in with their own, you know, preconceived notions and all that type of stuff. No, sit and learn that person, and then you'll know how to handle them. Then right. you'll know how so to deal no with really them. There's no really blueprint for it's it. No. It's no. It's, it's a thing that has to do with the individual. Absolutely, a hundred percent. There's men that I know can't take my 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 hundred uh, percent true to them yeah. i know it'll bruise their ego right and i care more about that mm-hmm. because i don't want you leaving broken and insecure right. than my ability to get this off with you right because sometimes that they, they not gonna even understand what you said anyway and you still be the bad guy right so it's yeah, like, yeah yeah you try to get all this off and it's like they still left mm-hmm. not even like Understanding what you're saying because they're not, they don't have the capacity to take it. Mm. Tell me about the biggest time that you failed and what you learned. Like a a time where you tried to do some shit, shit didn't go right. My God, Miss Diddy is 100 for 100. She's never failed before. What's going on? I really be. You really be executing out here. I really be Kobe MJ out here. Um, I really, it's it's tough to, 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 to win at a, a, a high level for uh, so long, nigga, no, you out your mind. I swear, like, you like, like, I'm really yo, I've been yo, I really been. It's, no, you it, really it, could I'll, look. I'll, you really could like you, you, you know, could you, run it down. Like it's, it's down. like it's like it's tough to be winning as long as I've been winning. No, you, you could run saying? it down. Like you know it's, it's over it's, ten it. years, almost fifteen years. And you haven't been taking no L's out here. I don't. I ain't. To, I so ain't how, to how, how about this then? Let's say you were to lose, how would you get back on the horse? I believe in God. I really be believing in God. So it's like hard for me to perceive something as like a L. I go through things. I've been through a couple of lawsuits that I felt like I still ain't. I still ain't learned what my lesson was from it. <laughs> right. Pissed. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I learned that jealousy is real, mm-hmm. and I learned that I have to figure figure out how to navigate through that sometimes because mm-hmm. it's bigger than me. Yeah. So. L's, I don't know, man. I really, I really, I really, I really be dunking. Out. I've taken L's before. What's your L? Tell me. So maybe I can make. So I give you an early L. It's early a dance L. story. No names. Come, no names. Nah, people gonna get pissed off. Cause like, it like people gonna get pissed off. So there's a girl that I had always seen, right? I had seen. This is going back to like early Louisiana. Okay, just day. tell me what type of girl. Like what type of girl is she? Like Beautiful. she work in the industry? No, 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 no. Okay. We going back to like 18, okay, 19 okay, okay, years old. Okay. Like. 
Beautiful girl, beautiful girl, amazing girl, amazing woman. Ooh, then and even look now, at you. amazing woman. Then and even now, don't he have too is much blushing. Content. Nah, I mean I'm on some different shit now, but like 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 just amazing woman. So we, one of my, I think I think maybe my first girlfriend, like it, I like my first real girlfriend, right? Head over heels in her, uh, in love with her. Right. Uh, excuse <laughs> <Jesus>. me. <laughs> Not in her. Clear that up. You know, like head over heels in love with her. You know what I'm saying? The whole night, to the point to where even after you break up with somebody, I break up, I broke up with someone and then fell in real love with somebody else. But this chick was still like yeah. someone who I would come back to. And we were all, we had all different, we were kind of like in the same crew, same group of friends or whatever. I think so, there's a lot of guys that look at me like that. Yeah, look, right, right. So like, but it was always a thing to whenever everybody went out, she would kind of be with me. And it was almost like an understood thing in the crew. So I go to college and I go all the way to college. Uh, in North Louisiana and me and my boy uh, my homeboy Ryan I can say his name we go Ryan. to college in, in North Louisiana we go and we're living a completely different life I actually go to college with my then girlfriend and my best friend so we all go to Louisiana Tech okay. my, my, me and my girlfriend my best friend we all go to Louisiana okay. Tech uh, I'm up there for about two years and I transfer back down to Southern while I was gone this girl, like my first girlfriend who I really loved, yeah. had sex with one of my homeboys. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. Now, what happened was that uh, I wasn't even really so much mad about that. Okay. What I was mad about was that, remember, this is a different van. Right, right, right. So right. this is van at like 300 and... 30 pounds mm -hmm. and this is this is like this is we got a protect van type yeah. of thing. Van don't get a bunch of chicks, you know what I'm saying? So this is a different this is a Damn different van. Huh? Like this is a this is a different van. Everybody hit it. Right. So hit it. Hit it. Yeah, not hit no, it. No, not hit it. Gosh. Not everybody hit it. But right. everybody hit it from me, right? Yeah. No one th there wasn't anyone that came up to me and was like, yo, Van, just to let you know yeah. while you was gone. This was happened. going down and Do you know who told me? Who? She told me. Okay. Because out of all of my friends, Shout out to her. the only person that couldn't stand, seriously, the only person that couldn't stand to to deal with this every single time. I remember I came over to her crib one day and we were sitting down and we were hanging out. And she was like, yo, I'm super hungry. And I was like, yo, I got $3, but I'll go to McDonald's and get what I can mm -hmm, for you. Mm -hmm. And That's she, sweet. she was like, seriously? I was like, yeah, I was, I, I was joking, but I was serious. I was like, just like if I leave here and then I don't have enough gas to get home, you're going to have to come pick me I up. I was gone, yeah. Yeah, and she, and, she, and she laughed. She goes, you don't have to do it. I'm like, no, if you're hungry, I will. And so I went and I got her the food. And then, I, and then a couple so of days nice. later, she called me up and she told me the whole thing. And then she was very upset, right? Yeah. And then, um, and then uh, I remember she was like, yo, just after a couple of nights, I just couldn't. I couldn't. And so... I get on the phone. Did this happen once? Yeah, it was just one time. Okay. So I get on the phone and I start wilding. On your homeboy. Oh, my God. He I also start owes you $3. Why, he owes me? Going to McDonald's. <laughs> like, it's a lot of things going on. Uh, so I, I get on the phone and I start wilding. Yeah. I mean, and this guy's my brother to this day yeah. still. Everybody's cool. But I start wilding. I'm like, yeah. yo, how could you? And then I start wilding on the rest of these. Yeah, days. that's me. Start, I'm that person. I start going, yo, how in the fuck would y'all not let this go down? How would y'all tell? Well, how mm -hmm. would this? How did this not get to me? And I realized something. Okay. What I realized in that situation was anytime you exude weakness to someone, mm. 
rather than be honest with someone, mm-hmm. well, rather than be honest with you, they'll try to protect you. Mm-hmm. And they'll baby you mm-hmm. and they'll pacify you. Mm-hmm. The reason why, were they wrong to have kept it for me? I think so. But the reason why they were doing it was, was because for me. For sure. So the reality was, it wasn't about their weakness. It was about mine. It was about the fact that I had to be somebody that you know you can get shit off your chest yeah, to. I yeah. have to be someone that's mentally and emotionally strong enough. I have to be that. I don't have to feign like I'm that. I don't have right. to pretend like I'm that. I have to be the someone work to, do it. to where you could be like, yo, my G, like, come over you, here yeah. real quick. Let me talk to you. Something happened. To where you know I'm not going to shut the door in right. the room with some little Debbie cakes right. for the rest of the whole weekend and just go 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 insane. Now, it took me a long time to realize that like a lot of times the way people treat you, they're actually... Um, adapting to, to what? your own yeah. weakness. Totally. And you're and not that it's wrong to have emotions or that it's wrong to have feelings, but it is to me weak to care about things that don't really matter. Like, That's relative though. How do you mean? Because what matters to you might not matter as much to me and vice versa. That's true. And it's hard because I've hurt people's feelings not intentionally just being like, bro, it's, it's real It's real stuff going on and right. you're talking about that. No, nah, you, you're, you're very <laughs> right about that. You know? But the least you can do and the, the least you can do with people is is like a, is, is share things with them that yeah. you know that they would want to know. Like they yeah. will all know. Cause we but all, did you want to know that? Because that's, I have, right, I have friends that if I seen they do, I girl, hey, uh, he right here. I'm finna put him on the phone. He got a whole new girl, another girl right here. I handle her. She got a problem, but right. you, we, I'm right here. Mm-hmm. And there's some friends where I'd be like, uh, 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 I never saw that. I never saw that. And I because you know never, they can't handle it. Because they can't handle it. See, I, what? And they don't want to know. I, listen, I'm, I'm gonna be real with you. That's a big thing. But what I said is, I, I aspire to be right in my life. I was at one point someone who wouldn't have wanted to know. Yeah. But I inspire, I aspire in my life to be someone who wants the right. ugly truth out of yeah, everything. Yeah, same thing. Like I want to, like I want to be strong enough to where if something yeah. like that happens, then you just give it me, to me because it's life. Because it's life. It's life. And, and 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 you know we was all everybody was it was Southern University. If you Did you apologize about, to all the homies that you banged on behind this? What you mean? Did you apologize to your friends that you went off on because they didn't Fuck tell no. you? What what was that? Man, I want to publicly apologize to nah, the homies. No, no, no. I don't know. Wait, 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 wait. We all still brothers, but I don't owe them no apology. I if anything, apologize. They should still be apologizing to me. I, that shit wasn't right, man. It was listen, right. They did it for all the let right me tell you reasons. Something. I was literally at that time in my life, one girl every four years, maybe. I would come up on a new one. It took me that long to kind of get. Just, come on, man. Let me have my. You're a berry. What sign are you, man? Aries. That's why you're intro. Uh, you're you're <laughs> a you're you're an intense person. Right, and I and and I feel like I feel like moments like that, rather than take them and make them about all your homeboys or about all women or about make them about yourself you. self because the reality is that now in life i have parameters where people know if nothing else about me yeah they can be completely and totally honest honest and who they are i'm not going to judge or find a reason to hate or find a reason That's i'm gross. going to give you my honest opinion but it's not going to hurt me is is not gonna hurt me. And if me. it hurts, that's fine too. Well, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. If it hurts, that's fine too. But it's you know, it's not gonna hurt. I don't get hurt, man. Yeah. Okay. I'm He's crying. No. Um. But 
moving off that story, which is going to get me in trouble with a lot of people, by the way, but y'all know who y'all are. I didn't I say y'all names. I want to apologize. Yeah. Where do you, where's this going? All of these jewels that you've dropped, all of these things that you've learned, what's the end goal? I don't have an end goal. You don't? No. I never wanted, wanted to have an end goal. I rarely have real actual goals. I know that sounds crazy. Wow. That does sound crazy for someone who's achieved so much success. Right. Not ever goals. You just, so. I just, I follow God and what mm -hmm. I'm supposed to do. So, I have, I mean, goals like, okay, I'm going to do. So see Young Hollywood, my event. Okay, so now we know I need to do this, this, and that. So that's different. But, like, I don't have real, like, I never did a vision board. I've never, you know, put things up. This is what I think that I wrap them up around in my head. I do a lot of things in my brain. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't have a real true, like, this is where I want to go. Because if I do that, I fool around and actually go do something else. Mm. You know? Um that's that's the beauty of being like true to yourself yeah because i think sometimes people get wrapped up in curating who they want themselves to be hmm. so it's like you lose the authenticity trying to like be this is a family person. and kids in the future and all of that heck stuff? yeah got to right i mean ideally i think it's uh having children nothing is is attractive about it to me <laughs> uh, they're expensive. Right. You don't know if you're gonna like them. What are you talking about? Like you? What? What do you? What do you? Okay. Let's, you people let's, that don't like their kids. You think that all parents like their raggedy kids? Like, look. look first of all, it's a personality <laughs> thing. Do I love you? Yes. Right. Like me and my daddy didn't like each other for some years. Like, and I understand now as a woman. Like he ain't like me. I ain't like him. Mm. It's it's personality. It doesn't mean that it's like. And me and him is like this now, right. you know. I had to mature. He had to mature. So it's it's personality. It's like I don't want to potentially be paying for somebody I don't like because mm -hmm. I might not like you. What age can you decide that you don't like a kid? What's an appropriate age? You know to be what? Like, I'm gonna be like real. This. It's definitely a two or three because this person, God. their personalities is John coming just through. Freaked out. So, John, so like, 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 like John, 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 you don't have any kids, right? I don't think anyone in this room, anyone, you John have kids? Has a kid. yeah, you kid, pass auntie the pass auntie the mic real quick. Oh, uh, hold on, because it's going not too not too long. Pass auntie the mic real quick. I wanna I wanna know some. Are there kids that you have? How many kids you got? One. You got one? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Or is are there times where you haven't liked this kid before? See, say the truth. I think the question that you should ask no. me is no, no, no. You're not in charge. Mm -hmm. What you should ask me is, I have one biological, but she's like my daughter, uh -huh. and there's another one. Okay. And every other week, I don't like any of them. <laughs> That's the question that you should ask me. I got you. So, two years old, though. Two or three. And because not, like, it depends on the type of personality they have. They grow. I know my kid by two going to be the exact person. Like, I already know. By two, I was... Teaching my older brothers how to tie their shoes. Like, mm -hmm. if you had my parents on here, now they remember would be now, like, I was like a 30 year old person. Now, remember, you don't know what you were like it to. I do, they tell me. Right. They tell you. But mm -hmm. even when they tell you, they're telling you the best version of yourself. That's my point. And they, they, like, they're, they're saying, yo, that's like, like, like my, my, I talk to my, 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 my brothers and they'll, they'll stuff like, yo, just let you know, man, like right now, your, your niece can do advanced algebra. She is a genius. I'm right. telling you, she's something special. We've never seen anything like it. Yeah. And I get over to the crib, and I'm like, hey, let's do some long division. She's right. like, what's division? 
I'm like, your dad told me stop, that you could stop, do stop. like advanced algebra and shit like that. No, I'm, the, the reality is that we see the best that's parts of our right, children. But that's my point. So your so parents, when, they, when no your parents was, like. when your parents was really telling you that. They was really telling you that to bury deep how much they fucking hated your ass like when you was two. Also, I want to say this. I'm a businesswoman, right? So mm-hmm. I'm totally into ROI. I'm totally into return on investment. By the, by, if I'm spending money on you for 10 years straight, what the fuck so that means you're 10 years old. Like, like, nah, nah, this is the real stuff that people don't talk about. By <laughs> 10 years, and you're 10 years old, I want money back. What? what? I, no, 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 no. I want, I want, thank you, John. Is with I want money back. I've been giving you money for 10 years. How is a 10 year old Un- give you money back? Un- unconditionally giving you money that you don't even know how to appreciate yet so what would i want would, it back how like what would constitute you getting it back though like you gotta friend, figure something out they gotta figure something out because in life you gotta figure it out <laughs> so i mean i figured my life so out. are you gonna come to the kid on this eighth birthday and go like yo I'm yeah not you got lie. two years <laughs> you got two years about to figure this out two years you gotta i'm make charging my kid first of all i was on my own since i was like 17 18 and always been on my own i i haven't asked for a red penny cent dime from from any of my elders since I was 17. Mm-hmm. No piece of it. I Truth. I want my money back. So what I'm saying is <laughs> they got to figure life out. Mm-hmm. Parents be having their old grown kids and they crib still paying for them. All of that. It's like, and you ain't even taught them enough mm-hmm. of how to be on their own. Mm-hmm. And, they, and then they still think you owe them money. You know how hard it is to make a dollar? Mm. In America, like it's it's not an easy thing to make a dollar, right. let alone enough to take care of you and you're ungrateful and you're drinking orange juice. I, like, my, <laughs> no, no, I want my money back. Ten years old, you better have a plan right. about something in life. You could figure out something at 10. Right. And then you can. So is this a situation where you're going to come to uh, your 10 year old's room uh-huh. first of the month? Yeah, hey, I need hey, that. Hey, my, my nigga, what do? First of all, uh-huh. all kids by a certain age, if you're still in a, a definitely teenagers, you need to be paying rent. No, it's funny. Whether your parents need it or not, it's how you teach kids responsibility. <laughs> I remember, I remember when I so I had, I moved out of my me and my homeboy was roommates. I moved out. I was staying with my dad. Right, my parents had got divorced or uh-huh. whatever, and my dad was staying in the house, and I was staying with my dad, <laughs> and I was like, Yo, dad, y'all want my old room back? Have you have your old room back? And it's like, yeah, yeah, come back, have an old room. Yeah, no mention, no mention of anything. Yeah, hey come son, back. we still got the furniture in here. You know what I'm saying? We got like, like we have your own room back. I'll go back, have the old room back, and then I remember he comes up to the door. He goes, all right, uh, yeah, you've been here for about yeah, I don't know, 20, 25 days. Ha! Uh, let daddy hold three hundred. I was like, three hundred what? Twenty five. I was like three hundred words. Like, come on, boy. Yeah, yeah. Wait, what does this look like? What? Like, 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 like come on, man. You a man now? You're a man and my now. dad would say something to me. And this is, people always have. Um, they ask like, when do you become a man? Mm. Like when? Like what? Does Ooh. does age make you a man? Does responsibility right. make you a man? That's... My dad would say, this is what makes you a man. He's like, it's very simple. It's a very simple rule. Huh. A man does not take care of another man. Mm. A man doesn't take care of another man. So what my dad was actually doing by demanding this for me, and he didn't do it all the time, yeah. was giving me the opportunity to take care of myself yeah. because 
he couldn't respect me period if he had to take care of me period now my father loves me and will love me and will give me anything yeah. that i need but i'm up in this house 23 That's 24 years old he can't respect me can't. if he has to take care of me and he yeah. wants to respect yeah. his son he wants me to have my manhood at that point so that's amazing right you posted but him today I, I did post him today and um i posted him today and i asked who looks better out of me and my dad mm -hmm. and you fucking <laughs> fucked up people on instagram mm -hmm. won't let me live did you let you, you added your little brother in my that little, commentary i didn't well? add my little brother into the comment i'm not posting my little brother at two and asking who looks i better. think i think the narrative was that but you know, i will tell you this though he light skin so he like a lot of he people are probably light. gonna yeah look don't he look light he looked light he looked like he you may look, not be light now, though. Let me ask you a question. He is light now. Huh. Let's go ahead and ask this question. You looked at the three of us. Uh-huh. Me, my dad, and my brother. Yeah. Do you have questions? No. Okay. I I, I, I always have questions, actually, about family yeah, stuff. I'll be breaking up everything. All right, now. Some might. Anyway. Um, uh, so, uh, that But got, he couldn't respect you. He had to teach you responsibility. And what he was teaching you mm -hmm. was responsibility out in the world. Right. Because we forget. It's a whole world that you're putting your kids into. Mm -hmm. And one bad decision can cost everything. Yeah. Not having sense. Not being smart. Smart mm -hmm. is behavior. Mm -hmm. Those things, hopefully you can teach him that, you know? Like, I would like to point something out about this situation. Though. Yeah. My dad was doing this to me at 24. Yeah. I was already paying all my bills at 24. Yeah. You said 10. 10. Uh, yeah. Okay. 10. Right. So, uh, 10, you got to have a plan. All right? <laughs> right. You got to figure out how you're going to start paying me some rent. Okay. Right. Uh -huh. At some point. Well, do you want to have boys or girls? I want one boy and one girl, ideally. Right. I want a boy first and if you a girl have, if you, second. If you can only pick one gender that you could have. I need both. I wouldn't have one child. I think that's selfish. No judgment on anybody that has one child, and some people can only have one child. Right. So I don't, I don't want, I don't want anyone to take what I'm saying. I'm saying for me personally, mm -hmm. I have siblings. I think it's important to have siblings because there's one day your parents not going to be there and you hope that you have some siblings that kind of like they're mm -hmm. your lifelong friends. All right. Last question. A lot of people I have a question for you once your last question. Okay. Um a lot of people are watching this. Mm. Um I meet so many young black women mm -hmm. that want to be you. Like mm. so many young black women that want to be able to have a foothold in LA. Yeah. They want to have uh, a a career. They want to be self-sufficient they want to be vibrant they want to be everywhere they want yeah. to be glamorous they want to be all of this so many women out here that want to be you if you just had one piece of advice for them one piece of business advice for them what see you be? said business because you knew what i was gonna say god and it's still gonna be that <laughs> it's still gonna be that it's god you gotta see i'm not the reason why it's hard to define me because i asked god for my purpose mm. So it's not like I can go do whatever I want to do right. because my purpose is people. Mm -hmm. So you want to be whatever you want to be. You got to ask God what, you, what, he, what he requires of you because mm -hmm. you could have been called to be an attorney mm -hmm. in this lifetime by him. And then you actually ended up being a really successful doctor. Right. He's going to judge you on what he called you to be. He's going to judge you on the fact that you're supposed to be an attorney. Wow. And that's why I'm adamant about that about that conversation about God. Mm -hmm. What if someone told you that they don't believe in God? Then what would you I say? Had to that them? plenty of times. So what 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 would you, you say? Just plant a seed. 
I'm not a Bible basher. I don't believe in that. I mm -hmm. think that's that's not how Jesus Christ gave his gospel. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I think that you got to plant a seed. I've I worked in an insurance company and I had Otto Ramirez. He worked there and he actually was an atheist, but like kind of on the side of kind of believe a little satanic. He became one of my greatest friends when I worked in insurance. And when God released me from that job is the moment when he came to me and said, you know, I started doing that prayer thing that you were saying, like. Like, I, I see what you mean now. Like, I feel like, mm. you know mm. what I mean? Very rarely on a podcast do people ask me questions, so go for it. My question is going to get a little lighter. Mm -hmm. Top three favorite West Coast artists. Top LA three favorites. Just L.A. period? Yeah. Any genre? Okay, yes. Any genre. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, my top three favorite um, West Coast artists. And then uh, your favorite new generation like this generation west coast artists because okay. i feel like you don't go back all right so my top three of all time is obviously Pac. okay um i love Pac. i love uh we're gonna go to the bay okay i knew you that's why i said la but go ahead um, oh no oh no you, you if you want me if, if you want me to keep it to la but let me hear your bay because i feel like it's gonna be an old schooler rascass Huh. Yeah. 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 So if it was just Rascast was hard. Rascast was hard. Still if it hard, was, bro. If it was uh if it was those guys it would be it would be a Pac, Rascast, and Corrupt. Ah. Right, it would be it would be Pac, Rascast, and, and, and Corrupt. Corrupt's mine. Um now if we're talking about the new school Love Corrupt. My favorite West Coast rapper is Vince Staples. Really? Why? Because of him at, in general, no, right? No, it's not uh, people say that. He's so good. Vince, people, I really feel like Vince is, the music is ill. The music yeah. is amazing. The music is eclectic. Yeah. It's lyrical. It's multi-layered. Yeah, it is. It's deep. It's fun. And like, it's real. He's and it's like real. Is, Vince yeah. checks every single box Dang. as far as your musical experience. Shout out to Adib because Adib put me on this guy, Buddy. Shout out to Adib. Uh, like, like Buddy. Buddy, oh hell yeah. Fuck with Buddy heavy what? right 1500 now. 1500 nothing? Listen to Buddy every day. And the third guy, RJ. RJ, go up. Down, RJ, man. Play RJ, 30 in the middle. Come on like, now. Like, like RJ. These, those are the guys I, I fuck with. Yeah. Obviously, no, everyone listens yeah. to Kendrick. Everyone listens. Shout out to Top and everybody. Schoolboy, all of those guys. Boy. I don't even have to name Skinny, them because it's J understood. J Rock. And we got so many Nip, artists out here. Nipsey. Nip. Come on, let's, Nip is let's a, be Nip serious is on top of this. it right now. So shout out to all of those guys. But if you're gonna ask me about the guys that people don't talk about as much, I'm not saying they don't talk about Vince as much, but no, you're right. Like three new school guys, those dudes. Dude, that's so fair. Yeah, those. Vince dudes. also transcend to be a really um. It's tough to be a West Coast artist and like be able to be, I'm not gonna say commercial. I mean like, like a festival artist. Yeah. It's tough. We don't get the respect that we deserve, but yeah. everybody want to be here mm -hmm. and be like. Who are your top artists now? Say my top West question, Coast artists. Yeah. Top it's West tough West because I way, love just, just all my you, West just, Coast Just to let you know, this is probably one of the ones that's gonna go on the ground. Okay. So your top West Coast artist. Hey man, that's tough, dog. Because I'm so serious. New about, school. New school. So I did new school. Guys, you do new school. About the guys, but <coughs> like you gotta say, Janae, Janae Aiko. Yeah. Um. Dang, really top three, top three. Um. Nipsey Hussle. Yeah. Period. Um. Oh. Oh, this is so unfair. I'm gonna, gosh, 
I'm gonna say Eric Bellinger. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Eric Bellinger is amazing. Yeah, that's my family. Yeah, Eric yeah. Bellinger is amazing. Eric Bellinger is a is a crazy talented he's, guy. He's he's his work ethic is unmatched. Mm-hmm. His his ability is unmatched. With the pen and with the voice has, and with everything. Has three albums right now ready to go. Wow. He's he he's he's the most consistent. He's yeah. absolutely more consistent than probably any like I. Yeah. He is. He so does Eric Bellinger. He does his thing. Yeah. Um. So, I think the takeaway from this this entire interview that we had with uh, with Miss Diddy is that, um. If you have the privilege and the honor of being born her child, you ready for a tough life? Yeah. Is going like is is, is run is, me is, my money. Is it like <laughs> shout out to Av from Compton. Right. Run me my money. It's gonna be it's gonna be a tough life. It's gonna be a tough life. You. Listen, man. You're one of these people that uh, with the at the red pill. We gotta protect you, man. Make sure you keep winning. Thank you. We do. We gotta make sure you keep winning that. because it's always uh, amazing vibes, and we we talk always. about like the the women in this city that I'm protecting at all costs. Wow. You, Echo, Echo. Karen. Yeah. At yeah. all costs. I appreciate that. The man. oracles right there. Yeah. Like you, for sure. Echo. Karen. We do a lot. Y'all do a lot. We do a lot. We do a lot for a lot of people. And y'all, y'all, you know, it's funny. It's like, like, yeah. like y'all hit me up, put, put different opportunities on the yeah, table, and all of that stuff like that. People like, never know, yeah, how hard we silently work for people. Right. Just yeah. to just to bring people together, man. Just to bring people together. So I got you, sister. I appreciate you coming, Thank stopping you. with us. Yeah, give it up for Miss Diddy, everybody, man. Give it up for Where'd John. Go? Cat left. Cat couldn't fucking handle it when you said that the ten year old had to play rent. Um, yeah, like Cat was like Cat couldn't handle she it. She had to go on. John, I just want everyone to know, John is my guy. Okay? Yeah. Uh, what about a, Austin? John made a John, but uh, Austin, Austin kind of John made a shocking admission today on the podcast. Yeah, right? he did. John, but we're gonna protect you too. Just John, we're gonna protect not you. like he protects the black women because it's not the same. Yeah, it's not. But the we're same, gonna but protect. We're, we're gonna you. protect you, John. And I got the Bloods and Crips, so like we could protect you all the way. That's true, by the way. I do. Yeah, that's true, by the way. By the way, the next time you come, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna ask you about that. I'm, I'm looking. To yeah. I'm looking to choose a gang. I need to know which one I'm. Okay. Gonna I'll, yeah, I'll give you the pros and cons. Yeah, because I'm I'll like give you the pros and at, cons. The, at this point, I've been I've been unaffiliated for too long. Yeah. Like when I ride Not through when I ride through Compton, I'm looking, I'm like, yo, man, which which side should I be on? Yeah, you know it's saying? a lot like, of sides over there. Who do I need to be? Or maybe perhaps, hold on, here's the third option. Maybe I start my own game. Maybe you, you know I mean? maybe, maybe, maybe that won't do, work. But maybe we choose a soft pastel color that we yeah, know no we, one else we, will actually wear. What color? Because we have all colors. Teal? Purples, grape street. I haven't seen anybody yeah. wear no teal. Just it's a little light, it's a little light blue. Who who wears the and who, you got, oh, who, which gang wears light blue? I haven't seen the teal orange, gang. Orange, hold on. I haven't seen no, them No, no, it's a light blue. We got some about, some about, somebody's a light blue. I'm sure they wear we might, light but blue. We also got Spanish gangs. They take up the colors too. But there's got to be Brown. a color that I can have for my gang, okay? Okay. Yeah. I'm. We're gonna. And we don't jump people in in my gang. We hug them in. I don't know. I don't want to do it. I know. Um, like, I want to like, stay no, true no, to the we, tradition we, we, we of how hug, we hug them in, man. Because I don't like violence, though. I, I don't. Polka dots. That's what I'm talking about, Auntie. The polka dots. Polka dots. Polka dots, man. Polka dots. Apply this to polka dot gang. Apply this to polka dot gang. Stop. Man. Well, it's hard to get PV, in this building, so possibly. PVPG. 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 We repping. Yeah, that y'all, might hey, work all out. Jokes, all jokes aside, last thing I'm going to say, man, y'all come through Apply Vista. Y'all going to get taxed. 
Polka dots, polka dots, man. <laughs> so, come through Playa Vista. Tax Fuck at. with me if you want. Okay. I'm not fucking around, man. We got everybody Playa in this game is in the game. Miss Diddy is in the game right I'm now. not, because I don't want any of the gangs that Playa I am. Playa Vista polka be... dot gang. So when you come <laughs> through, we throwing that up, man. What color is the polka dot? The polka but it's, it's what polka dots? Because you can it's, make... It's, 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 what do you say? Black and pink. Black and pink mm -hmm. polka dots. I don't know.